Welcome to St James, a Scottish Episcopal Church in Leith. This podcast features edited highlights from our hybrid service held on Sunday, August the 8th, 2021. To find out how to join us online or in person, and for more general information, please go to stjamesleith.org.uk. you all in church today and also a welcome to everyone at home uh, to our service uh, which the theme is taste and see that the Lord is good and we look forward to hearing Judith uh, give a reflection later on. So let's just start our service with a, a moment's quiet where we'll light a candle in church and invite you to light a candle at home as a symbol of Christ connecting us uh, together. So it's, again, lovely to have you uh, joining us at home and lovely to have you in church today. So let's just start our service with a moment's quiet. Friend and stranger, welcome in the name of Jesus. We gather together, together, putting our trust in the grace and mercy of God. Amen. Eternal God, maker of the skies above, lowly Christ, lover of the earth and its people, unfettered spirit, giver of gracious gifts, you are present among us. O hidden mystery, sun behind all suns, soul within all souls, in all we touch, in all we meet, you are present among us. As bearers of your image, we come to be reshaped dependent on your mercy. We ask to be made new. And we stand to sing our Gloria together. It's the one that goes, Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. Let's sing it together. It's wonderful to hear your voices again. One, two, three, four. Gloria, Gloria, Gloria. Glory be to God on high. Gloria, Gloria, Please have a seat and we move on to our, our psalm. 
And you might have heard at the start of the service, we were just um, kind of meditating on a lovely Gaelic melody, that very haunting tune that we were playing. That's a really old Gaelic tune that goes very nicely with our psalm set for today. I'll just quickly remind you, maybe you could hum a line after me, just so that we can all join in together. So I'll, I'll hum a line and you hum it back. straight into that. And then it goes down. Let's give it a go. So let's just um, lie our way through the whole tune and then we'll, we'll all be in, in it. So here we go. La, la, la. just as they would in the Western Isles. I will always bless the Lord.
The Gospel is written in the book of John, chapter 6, verses 35 and 41 to 51. Glory to Christ our Saviour. Jesus said to them, I am the bread of life. Whoever comes to me will never be hungry, and whoever believes in me will never be thirsty. Then the Jews began to complain about him because he said, I am the bread that came down from heaven. They were saying, is not this Jesus, the son of Joseph, whose father and mother we know? How could he say, I have come down from heaven? Jesus answered them, do not complain among yourselves. No one can come to me unless drawn by my father who sent me, and I will raise that person up on the last day. It is written in the prophets, and they shall all be taught by God. Everyone who has heard and learned from the Father comes to me. Not that anyone has seen the Father except the one who is God. He has seen the Father. Very truly I tell you, whoever believes has eternal life. I am the bread of life. Your ancestors ate manna in the wilderness and they died. This is the bread that comes down from heaven so that one may eat of it and not die. I am the living bread that came down from heaven. Whoever eats this bread will live forever. And the bread that I will give for the life of the world is my flesh. Give thanks to the Lord for his glorious gospel. Praise to Christ our Lord. Uh, can you all hear me? Thumbs up, waves, and presumably everybody in church can hear me too. Yeah? <laughs> Great. I'm sure Jeffrey would flag up if you couldn't hear me. Okay. Uh, let's have a moment of prayer. Father, I pray that this morning the words from my mouth would be the words that you need people to hear. I pray, Lord, that each one of us will know that you have spoken to us. Amen. So when I first found out the passage that's set for the gospel today, I thought, I can speak on that, no problem. Isn't it really the good news in a nutshell, all done and dusted? All I have to do is to remind us that the only way to fill that deep cavernous hole at the center of each one of us is to follow Jesus. I'll just tell it like it is, simple and straightforward. Jesus says, I am the living bread that comes down from heaven. If anyone eats of this bread, he'll live forever. Hey, easy peasy, done and dusted, reflection finished. <laughs> and actually, if that had been the essence of what I was going to say this morning, um, you would have been quite in your rights to go and make a cup of coffee if you're at home or actually fall asleep if you're in church. Because when I looked at the passage in its context, looked at the incidents that happened before Jesus said these words, I was challenged to ask myself if I, like the crowds who followed Jesus, I have failed to understand what Jesus is really saying and what he really means about being the bread of life. In verse 43, he says in my translation, stop grumbling among yourselves. Is there a note of frustration in the voice of Jesus? Am I failing to hear the truth in the words he's saying? Is he actually saying to me, 
for goodness sake, stop grumbling and just listen. If you'd stop grumbling and listen, then you would hear the message that would really change your life forever. Well, I didn't think I was grumbling, not like the Jews who did, couldn't believe that he said who he said he, who he was, who he said he was. But then I am like the crowds who dogged his footsteps, looking for a quick fix, for the instant miracle, for the neat solution. Perhaps I'm not looking for the bread of life, but a nice scone with lots of jam and butter. I know in my head that Jesus is the bread of life and that in him I will never again hunger or thirst. But do I really understand and accept what that implies? Am I willing to stop looking for the instant miracle that might solve today's problems and be ready to eat the bread that comes down from heaven? The bread that might in fact mean truly embracing the big picture, being in it for the long haul, seeing the deep truths. Jesus says, anyone who eats this bread will live forever. Does living forever mean being ready to embrace what it means to see myself as part of the story from beginning to end? Am I ready to see the big picture? Be prepared to face square on the suffering and the pain, just as Jesus did. Let's take a look at the crowd who are following Jesus at this time. In fact, throughout these middle chapters in John, there is a sense that Jesus desperately wants to get the message through to the people about who he is, about the good news he's got for them. But they won't listen. They seem determined not to understand what he's trying to tell them. It seems as if the people he's reaching out to are blinded by their desire for the quick miracle that is going to sort out their lives. And of course, Jesus is so full of compassion and over and over again, he gives them what they need in that moment. He reaches out healing and meeting needs as he travels from one place to another preaching the good news. Everywhere he looks, he sees people who are ill, lost, struggling, hungry for food, hungry for relief, hungry for somebody to make sense of their lives, hungry for hope and direction and peace. And the more Jesus heals the sick, the bigger the crowds get. He goes up the mountainside, but when he, he looks up, he sees a great crowd coming towards him. And this is not a carefully planned day with a nice picnic in a basket. These people are desperate. They will listen to his teaching, but they want miracles. Jesus gives them a miracle and he satisfies their physical hunger with bread and fish. And then he goes back up into the mountains and still the crowd pursue him. They cross the lake, searching, searching, until they find him on the other side of the lake. So at last, Jesus turns to the people and tries to get them to understand that if only they would really listen to what he's saying, then they would find what they're looking for. Not a temporary fix, a temporary meal of bread and fish, but something that will fundamentally change their lives. If only they would understand that he has been sent by God 
and that it's only God who will fulfill that empty void inside. But the crowd still wants miracles. In verse 30 we read, so they asked him, what miraculous sign will you give us that we may see it and believe you? And Jesus replies, I am the bread of life. He who comes to me will never go hungry. He who believes in me will never be thirsty. This isn't the quick fix that is so easy to want when life gets tough. This is a deep change that will carry us through anything that life throws at us. Remember Elijah? The bread he ate was not for one day's hunger, but kept him going on and on for 40 days and 40 nights. Because by taking this bread, the bread that Jesus offers, we may find that we also have to accept the full implications of that offer. Because as well as saying, if anyone eats of this bread, he will live forever. Jesus also said, this bread is my flesh, which I give for the life of the world. This bread isn't pan au chocolat or even a scone. It isn't the instant sweet jolt that will make me feel good for a day. It's taking into myself everything that Jesus is. It is his compassion, but also the pain he experiences when he sees all the suffering in the world. It is his peace, but also his sadness over the acts of injustice we as humans are capable of inflicting one on another. It is his love, but also the patience that is needed as we wait for good to prevail. It is his deep joy that wells up from the deepest places of the universe, but also the sacrifice that is needed to see that joy fulfilled. I've had a few worries recently. I'm still very anxious about a certain situation and a person. I remember Ian's reflection a few weeks ago when he recited from the children's poem, We're Going on a Bear Hunt. He reminded us, you can't go over it. You can't go under it. You have to go through it. Splish, splosh, splish, splosh. Am I looking for an instant fix in this situation, the quick miracle, when maybe what I really need is the willingness to go through the situation and find the deeper truths, if only I had the patience, a deeper understanding of life and death pain and suffering. I was talking to a woman recently, a woman whom I admire for her extraordinary courage, fortitude and wisdom. And she told me how she was horribly bullied at school. I commiserated and wondered whether she was angry with her parents for putting her into that school and then for not taking her out when she was so unhappy. She said to me, on the contrary, the experience has given me the desire to care for anyone who is not an acceptable member of society, anyone who is marginalized, anyone who struggles. And from these people, she has found deep friendships 
that sustain her and help her when she is lonely. I'm not saying, of course, that sometimes the quick miracle isn't exactly what is needed. What I'm saying is that the bread that Jesus offers us is not pan au chocolat. It's wholemeal, multigrained, full of goodness, real goodness that will change us and the world. And that some of those grains might take a bit of digesting. But in the end, that bread will sustain us on the journey that you and I must take. Jesus is offering us the bread of life that he has given for the life of the world. When we join with him in it, we join with him in bringing about that life. This week, perhaps because of illness, or worry about our families, or anxiety about our work or our lack of work, or despair over unresolved anger, or worry about money. In fact, any tough situation you and I might be facing this week, we may have to eat some of that wholemeal, multigrained bread. But we can know that it is this bread that in the end will truly sustain us on the long journey until we join with Jesus on that last day. Amen. Jesus offers himself the living bread for the life of the world. Let us now bring this world he gave himself for before him in prayer. During these prayers, when I say, Jesus, in your mercy, if you'd like, you can respond, hear our prayer. Jesus, in your mercy, hear, hear our, our prayer. prayer. We pray for those who hunger for justice in our unequal world, for those seeking economic justice, political justice, and justice in response to our changing climate. And we pray that we would share in this hunger we pray that those who hunger for justice may find the satisfaction you offer. Jesus, in your mercy, hear yeah, our right. prayer. We pray for those who are literally hungry for food, <coughs> and thirsty for water. For those in countries in Africa where the changing climate is bringing increasing drought. And for those nearer to us who simply don't have enough money to buy food. We pray that those who are hungry may be fed. Jesus, in your mercy, hear our prayer. We pray for those who are alone and hunger for company, maybe isolated by the pandemic or by old age 
or by their situation. We pray that those who are lonely may find good company and may find the satisfaction you offer. Jesus, in your mercy, hear yeah, our prayer. Yeah. We pray for those who are hungry for meaning in their lives. If you'd like to take a moment now to remember anyone you know in that situation. We pray that those who seek meaning may find the satisfaction you offer. Jesus, in your mercy, hear yeah. our prayer. And we pray for ourselves and our brothers and sisters here at St. James's. Jesus calls us to eat the bread he offers us, to have strength for the journey before us. We pray that in the coming week, we will come to Jesus open to whatever he is calling us to. And we pray that we all may discover more deeply that we can be satisfied in him. Jesus, in your mercy, hear yeah, our prayer. prayer. Amen. Amen. Thank you for those prayers, Ellie. So will you now please stand for the peace? We meet in Christ's name. Let us share the Yeah.
Give thanks to our gracious God. His mercy endures forever. A blessing on our heads and on our houses. A blessing in our coming and going. A blessing in our life and believing. A blessing at our end and new beginning. The arms of God welcome us and bring us home. Amen. Amen. One, two, three.